Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. While officials in Georgia are admitting what TV station WSB in Atlanta uncovered, they do admit it was a gut punch. It might have hurt less if they just came out and announced it in the first place. It means some 31 state employees in Georgia are now out of a job, fired after being placed by the investigative report in the middle of a cheating scandal. It was one of those jobs where you have to pass a test to get the job, and apparently all 31 all sitting in the same classroom, conspired to cheat on that exam. Every single person in the classroom. And that's why the August 2019 graduating class of the Georgia State Police Academy will live in unemployed infamy. <laughs> Sounds like my Latin class in high school, Cliff. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Every person in the cl- Every person in that class was cheating, yes. yes. Ever happened oh. at the DJ Academy, by any chance? There's nothing to cheat on in that. Oh, there's no. 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 <laughs> no, you can you can be pretty well moronic and get through that. As evidenced by was me sitting here. Comma. Just go ahead and finish it yourself so I don't have to. <laughs> yes. I knew you were going there, so Well, here we are. It's a Thursday or as I like to think of it. Yeah. Day 4 of the hostage situation. <laughs> oh, man. Help me. Help me. How long do you expect it to last? Oh, I don't know. One more day? At least. <laughs> Help me. Well, Cliff, a couple of days ago, I was at yes. the convenience store, and one of yeah. the employees in there mentioned that yeah. the weather was making her bones hurt. Okay. And there was a really young employee standing there beside her, yeah. and he went, mm-hmm. they can do that? Your bones can actually hurt? What <laughs> age does that start at? <laughs> And I got to thinking about yeah. that, Cliff. When is the first time you kind of think, I'm getting old or I am old? And I think, Cliff, it's in the shower. In the shower? I think in the shower. What do you mean in the shower? I think if you ever are in the shower yeah. and you think to yourself, if I fall in this thing, yeah. it's going to be bad. I think that's when you can say <laughs> that you're getting old. You're officially old. You're officially is old when you, then. When you talk about what could theoretically happen were you to fall in the shower. Well, before then, and Cliff, it's bad. you never even think about no, this is true. falling in the shower. Yes. But the first time you think, yeah. ooh, if I fall, huh? <laughs> this is not going to be good. You're going to be old. <laughs> Things yes. are going to be broken. <laughs> yes, many of them. Yeah. They're wanting a bill to make cheating in poker illegal. Yes. Is that correct? That is that is correct, yes. Perfect. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because I don't know how to play poker, and my yeah. friends have always said, we'll teach you and we'll play with money. That way it'll <laughs> hurt a little bit. And I know my friends, Yeah. they're a bunch of cheaters. And so <laughs> I could have them arrested for cheating me in the poker game when they're trying to teach yes, me how to you, play. Yes, you could turn them in. Yes. yes. And now we can make it illegal, too, yeah. for those silly green visors that they like to wear oh, while they're playing those, poker. Those, your friends wear those things? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do they wear those little uh, 
look like garter belts around their sleeves. They don't do that, okay. but the visor's quite ha- handy. We, this man was building an empire in city government until it all came crashing down around him. Mohammed Nuru had taken a job nobody really wanted in San Francisco, but now faces a long list of federal charges. Prosecutors accused Nuru of conspiring with a restaurant owner in that town to try to bribe the airport commissioner of rigging the city's building permitted inspection process and tinkering with the leasing process in one of San Francisco's major transit centers. It seems a sad ending for someone who'd reportedly been a hard-working, problem-solving person working for four different mayors as the head of the Department of Public Works. In that role, Nuru led some... 1,600 workers in San Francisco, the largest department in the city, and famously created several years ago the Poop Patrol to steam clean San Francisco's human waste problem. Nuru had taken to calling himself, in fact, he used the Twitter handle, Mr. SF Clean, but was more commonly known in town as San Francisco's Poop Czar. But now his reputation's been smeared. <laughs> The Fed said during the press conference earlier this week that Nuru's really stepped in it this time. <laughs> yes? I'm, the resident 11-year-old has reared his ugly head this morning. What at, were you expecting? Well, just about what we got. It's yeah. okay. Good. I'm right on target. This big game coming up Sunday, Cliff, is yeah. making me a little bit nervous, to be honest it's with nervous. you. nervous. Yes. Making you nervous. Why is that Sunday event... Making you nervous. Well, I really don't care who wins the game as long as yeah. it's a close game. But yep. I know that when it's over with, yes. then I'm going to have to take down my big game decorations I have in my really? house. Yeah, big game decorations. Oh, yes. And I had then, no idea. Oh, yeah. And then I have to get out my Valentine's decorations and decorate <laughs> the entire <laughs> house with those. And I don't like doing that, but you I have, feel like I have to. <laughs> you have Valentine's Day decorations. That you hang up in your house. Put them up every year. And you feel like you must do this. Yes. Why on earth do you feel like that's a requirement to have Valentine's Day decorations in your house? Because it's the season of love, Cliff. (laughs) It's like I'm setting the trap for love. Setting a trap for love. (laughs) In the house, yes. At your house. Yes. But with decorations. Yes. Are you expecting any uh, female visitors during that time to trap? So far I haven't, but... (laughs) Every year is a new opportunity, Cliff. And you do realize, of course, if you trap females in your home, that's a crime. Well, I'm not trapping, trapping. (laughs) It's like I'm not tying (laughs) you you down or anything. Setting a trap. Well, you know, you were going to confine them in hopes of gaining their favor. No, 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 (laughs) no. No, with with my luck, Cliff. (laughs) Yeah, I would settle for a. Penalty flag thrown for illegal use of hands or something in the house. You'd definitely be charged with being offsides. Yeah, well, (laughs) at least encroachment, I'd say that. (laughs) The way it stands, actually, Cliff, I would, uh, I'd settle for, uh, well, intentional grounding. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. But I may do a lot of weird things, Cliff, and I may do that. I don't think may would be the appropriate (laughs) word. You do. Do a lot of weird things. But the one thing I won't do if you <laughs> yeah. invite me over to your home is is I will not go through your medicine cabinet. I feel yeah. like that's off limits. I mean, that's I've heard of people doing that, seen that on TV. There's even a commercial about it where you someone's rifling. It's like I think it's a Southwester. You know, will want to get away because they're rifling through someone's medicine cabinet and all the shelves crash and all the stuff falls into the sink with a loud noise. 
That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, see, I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't do that either. Well, the new survey says over 40% of people yeah. do that when they go into somebody, somebody else's house. <laughs> really? They rifle through your medicine cabinet just to see what's in there and what medicines you may or may not be taking. Okay. And that's why, Cliff, at my house, yeah. I have two bathrooms. One's like a half bath. Okay. And then that one, that's where I usually direct people to go to. Right. That's like a guest yes. bathroom. Right. And it's that's powder why. Powder room, sometimes they call it. Yeah. Well, I yeah. wouldn't call it that, but yes. <laughs> I mean, I've heard, if you watch like the uh, home improvement shows, they call it a powder room. So go, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. But anyway, I, yeah. I've loaded my medicine yeah. cabinet up with mm-hmm. uh, beef jerky, Slim Jims, <laughs> super glue, popcorn, and a can of Ready Whip. <laughs> All of this is in the medicine cabinet of your guest room yes or guest powder bathroom. room if Your you powder room. yes <laughs> because th- i think the beef jerky and the yeah. slim jams people will be like yeah. oh well, well <laughs> snack some because sometimes you know you're in there for so long you get hungry and yeah, do a little shaving in front of the mirror <laughs> yeah. and i need yeah. a slim jam right now <laughs> but the ready whip well, i'm just gonna, gonna say <laughs> ready whip yes that's just in there. They're, they're going to be like, what the world's weed doing by himself with a can of Ready Whip in this bathroom? I'm just trying to, you know, freak them out a yeah. little bit. And doesn't that have to be refrigerated? Yes, it does. So it's spoiled. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, Cliff at Amsterdam, yes. police arrested a thief who had stolen 30 cell phones and stuffed them inside his tight bicycle shorts. You know the ones I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, those little spandex shorts that show every detail. Yes. As you might. And he had 30 cell phones. Yes, he did. Stuffed in his pants. Yes. Okay. That's not really a big deal because I remember last summer, and I probably yeah. shouldn't even mention it, Uh-oh. but I'm going to. Uh-oh. What? On the square here in Princeton, yeah. I was driving down the road. Yeah. And a guy was in front of me yeah. on a bicycle yeah. in those tight little biker shorts that yeah. I really don't want to see a dude in. <laughs> but he looked like yeah. he had a microwave oven, a TV, and an anvil <laughs> stuffed in his. And that was just from the rear view. That was the rear view only. And I'm like, wow. You do realize, of course, by having a little story about some dude in his pants... We're now going to get a text from Nick from Otwell about what he can get in his thong. Oh, no. Please don't do that, Nick. <laughs> it's too late. It's already going to happen. Should have thought of that before yeah. I went down that you road. You should run these stories past me. I should. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cliff, the study's out. I don't know if it's true or not, but it says it's yeah. true. It says that if a lady is interested in a guy, yeah. the lady moves her body a bunch while he's, she's talking to the guy. So that attracts his attention towards her. Moves his body. Moves her body. Oh, a moves lot. her body. Yes. Oh, okay. While she's talking to a gentleman, so okay. that makes him kind of you so know, pay more attention. He's, because, face it, basically all of us dudes are like, ooh, something shiny. Let's look at it. That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> now I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I have no idea, but the study well, I mean, says it's it a, is. It's, you know, flipping the hair. Touch it. I can see that. I can totally understand that. Yes. I can tell you yeah. how you know when a woman's not interested in you. <laughs> okay. You want to know that one? You would know. Well, how can you tell when a woman's not interested in you? Well, when you approach her, yeah. she turns yeah. and talks to her friends. Okay. And they're make believe friends. <laughs> you might as well walk on past. Never mind. Read the story of this civil suit in the state of Oregon, only possible because of advancements in technology and what can happen when that technology fails. 
The jury who heard the case awarded these breeders of prized champion Labrador retrievers some $400,000 in damages in a case that dated back nearly a quarter century. It seems as though said breeders had stored samples from some of their male dogs at the International Canine Semen Bank, which is a real thing, back in the 1990s. But in 1997, that company had a freezer mishap and the samples were ruined. But the owners of the dogs didn't find out there was a problem with what they had stored until 2016. A four-day trial in Clackamas Circuit Court found the company liable and based on the value of the puppies that could have been sold had they been born, placed the damages at the aforementioned 400 k Only one of the two breeders would speak to news media. His name is Dick Weiner. The 81-year-old Weiner said the loss was emotionally devastating considering his prized animals. You know, this story could only have been better as if Dick Weiner's attorney's name was... Frank Furter. <laughs> no, Cliff, nothing would make that story better. Actually, nothing. I don't doubt this report at all, Cliff. It says that yeah. teenagers are experts at faking being sick in order to get out of school. <laughs> and I think so, with uh, the Internet, Cliff, yeah. it would be pretty easy. I mean, you could Google anything and symptoms that you need to fake and all of that. Agreed. Which we didn't have when we were kids. No. My mom was pretty tough on that. Well, was your, your parents tough? Your mom was a nurse. Yes. <laughs> yes. She was tough um, on that. I, don't, I didn't really, I don't recall doing that, so. You never did do that? I don't Try recall to fake faking a, being sick. Not that I always went to school and did something. But um, usually if, if I was sick, I stayed home. And if I was at home, I was sick, so. Well, my mom's rule, being a registered nurse, basically yeah. was mm-hmm. you weren't truly sick yeah. until every hole in your head was leaking something. <laughs> Otherwise, wow. it was suck it up, buttercup, you're going to school. Mercy. That's pretty sick. It is, yeah, well, you had to, yes. Yes, you needed help to walk before you got to stay home. <laughs> Remind me, Cliff, never to travel with any of our Facebook friends here on the Morning Road Show. What are you talking about? I am absolutely shocked this morning. Our question yeah. is, where yeah. would you love to live for six months out of the year? Okay. And the number of Facebook friends who have replied back, yeah. Alaska, floors me. Wait, wait, wait. Absolutely there's floors a bunch, me. There's a bunch of people who listen to us who want to spend six months in Alaska. Yes, do we get to pick the six months? Because yeah, the summer's them. only like, I don't know, a week and a half long up there. No kidding. <laughs> I think it's July the 5th through the yeah. 4th. Uh, I mean, the 5th through the 6th. And I yeah. think that's all it is up there. Yeah. It's horrible. You might be right. Wow. So that got me to thinking. Yeah. If you lived in Alaska, yeah. say, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you were born there and didn't have any choice in the matter. Okay. And you decided to turn your life into a life of crime in Alaska. <laughs> You're living a life of crime in Alaska. Yes. Okay. And you were picked up by the police for something. Okay. And they questioned you. Yeah. Would they be asking you, where were you on the night of October to April? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's remember? dark. Yeah. Who could remember I that? <laughs> Speaking of the big game on the uh, Sunday, this yeah. coming Sunday, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of commercials on there, I'm sure, about Budweiser. Yes. And other alcoholic Alco- beverages. Yes, without a doubt. Yes. And the latest survey says mm-hmm. 
the average 8 to 12 year old can name eight different brands of beer, <laughs> but only four U.S. Yeah. presidents. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a little sad. Yeah. Eight brands of beer, four U.S. presidents, <laughs> eight to 12 year olds. Uh-huh. In other words, Cliff, yes. I think I've thought this through. If we put pictures of presidents Mm -hmm. on beer cans, we'll make 8 to 12-year-olds a lot smarter (laughs) because they'll know more presidents than they do brands of beer. Does that not make sense? Well, I mean, it's (laughs) apparently, you know, there are so many presidents missing from the awareness of children, you know, so we need to put their likenesses on beer cans like we do missing children on milk cartons. It's probably a good idea, actually. And I think John Quincy Adams has to be on the Adams beer. <laughs> he just no, has you're, to be. You're absolutely right. And John Adams, too. Yes. Well, Phil Collins is celebrating a birthday today, Phil Cliff. Collins. Yes. Drummer extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Yes. Or at least he was until his hands got to where he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And I'm not going to say, you know, that he's old. Yeah. But he did start the band Genesis. True. And he named it that because he was there when the book was first written. <laughs> oh, and I'm, one of my favorite actors is having a birthday today. Who's, who's and that? I, I can't come up with his name. I can see his face. Well, what does it look like? <sighs> it's round and pudgy. Round and pudgy? Yes. <laughs> Danny DeVito. No, no. Oh, okay, he's, a, he's, he's a normal, rounded pudgy. He's a normal sized dude. Oh, okay. Oh, is it Gene? Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. I love what this you're guy. About. He was in that submarine movie. Submarine. There's been a lot of submarine. The movies. Red something or other. The Hunt for Red October. Yes. Almost had it. <laughs> he's ninety today, and I couldn't believe it. I've wow. lost it, Cliff. I've <laughs> lost it. You totally. Wait, wait. Is it Gene Hackman? That's it. Chance? He's 90 today. Good shape. Good Lord. I feel like I was there you with could, Phil Collins. You could prepare for this program, you know? <laughs> you could, I'm just yes. saying. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And as Cliff mentioned earlier, yes. writing a song is extremely hard to do. Only anybody can write them. Writing one somebody wants to listen to <laughs> is extremely hard to do. That's right. And... That brings us to George Harrison Cliff. Mm. He decided okay. in 1968 yes. that he was going to write a song based on the first words he saw when he opened a random book on his parents' bookshelf. <laughs> so he grabbed a book off of there at random, yeah. opened it up, yeah. and the first words he saw were, Gently Weeps. And that clearly became the song, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Yes. Yeah. Now, that takes a lot of talent when you're faced with gently weeps. <laughs> and what year was all this taking 1968. Okay. I mean, you know, if you opened it up and it said, I want to hold your hand, it's like, I've got this oh, one. Yeah. I've got this one down I've, pat. I want to hold your hand, 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 hand. Yeah. That song pretty well wrote itself. <laughs> pretty well did. <laughs> but all of that, you can take to the bank here on the Morning Road Show. Well, Cliff, before we get out of here, how about yes. a Morning Road Show thought of the day before we end it all on a Thursday? I think this is a pretty appropriate. Okay. If you're ever being chased by a pack of taxidermists, <laughs> it could happen. Theoretically, yes. It could happen. You could, like, wander into a, you know, a taxidermist convention and 
they would be like, there he is. And they start chasing <laughs> That's you. Right. If that happens to you in your life. Yeah. Well, one thing is you need to quit hanging out in those kind of places. And yeah. number two, when they're chasing you, never play dead. Never play oh, like no, a possum. No, yeah, don't do possum. Don't do possum on them. Because they'll catch you and stuff you. That's <laughs> right in their wheelhouse. Here's Gabby Barrett. Anything said today, Clint? Raises of the day start with number three. The 81-year-old wiener. <laughs> number two. Every hole in your head was leaking something. <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. A simple one word to describe the, uh, well, the way... Weed's romantic life has gone. Encroachment. <laughs> well, it sounds creepy when you say it like that. Well, that's what it is. During the football you game, got, it's okay. But, but you, you got a penalty for encroachment. Well, <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.